Welcome to Nanny ABC's Next Step Podcast, a series of interviews and monologues featuring the leaders of the at-home child care industry created to elevate agencies, caregivers, and the families they serve. Nanny ABC's Next Step Podcast is here to provide you with the child care industry best practices to be clear, concise, and immediately applicable. Here's the host, Danny J. Nanny, author, speaker, and creator of the Next Step System for Agencies. Hi, and welcome to Nanny ABC's Next Step Podcast. I'm your host, Danny J. Nanny, and today we are speaking with Rachel Steer, creator of MCARD Plus. That's E-M-C-A-R-D, then a plus sign. MCARD Plus is the only virtual emergency card plus platform for children. Some situations require us to fill out forms like school or camp or a daycare, but many scenarios are less formal, like leaving children with a babysitter, a nanny, a friend on a playdate, extended family, a coach. This is when parents and caregivers have decisions to make, like do we provide backup contacts in case of an emergency? How many do we provide? What about allergy information? Other health conditions and details, alerts, fears, likes, and dislikes. Uh, The choices we make have consequences, but the consequences here impact the health and safety and happiness of our children. Any tool that makes it easier to decide what we need to share and then be able to share that information easily and effectively is a parent and caregiving win. Today we talk about Steer's amazing background and what led her to create MCARD+. We discuss the importance and professionalism of some of the features like requesting a card and the ability to share and unshare a card, which is so important and such a cool feature. As always, our show notes has every important link of the episode, so enjoy the show and now to the conversation. Rachel Steer, welcome to the Nanny ABC's Next Step Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Excited to be participating in this with you. You created the MCARD Plus. Could you just tell us what that is? Sure. So for starters, MCARD Plus is Emergency Card Plus. So what does that mean? It is a mobile application that is currently available in the Apple App Store for immediate download for free. Uh, The Android version will be out in early 2021. Um, And the idea is to create virtual emergency cards for our children. The plus is plus more additional information that goes beyond uh, just what you need in an emergency. And I can explain what all the details are and when and how you would use them. That's amazing. Congratulations on making an application. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. How do you start doing that? So I think I started from a place where I would probably say you should always start. Um, The virtual world is based off of the real world. And I started with an idea I reduced that idea to handwritten drawings. And once I was certain that I could see it and that I could do it simply, I knew that we had something that could be designed that would work and that would serve the purpose for which it was intended. You have done so many things. I'm going to give a rundown of some of the accomplishments that you have made. (laughs) Cyber surveillance, you've created a children's literacy program, did special education teaching. You were a lawyer for children's rights and intellectual property. What led you down to MCARD Plus? So I think that the way you just described it captures both the pinball effect of my career history and also how I wound up here, which is I've had a passion for technology and all things 
related to kids in the classroom, in their lives, in the family. And all of that actually came together in MCARD+. It pulls on all parts of my background and the fact that I'm a mother of three young kids myself. For my own sense of purpose in life, uh, how do you stay motivated? I think anyone who knows me would tell you I'm a pretty motivated person, but I'm very specifically a vision-oriented person. And if I can see something, whether that while I was an attorney with the Legal Aid Society, I created a an event that brought kids and families and foster care families all of our clients together around um, after school and healthy programming because that was a real area of need. And we grew that event. And the reason I reference it is because if I can see something, I can execute it. If I can see it, I can build it. And for me, every stage of your life, you see different needs, you need different things. And I'm always motivated to bring to life the things that I see that are needs and can answer important questions. That's amazing. What is your literacy program like? So when I, um, it goes back a little bit further. When I was 13, I ran my first um, toy drive for the holidays. And I was constantly going back and forth with my big brother who's in finance. I wanted to do good. I wanted to make meaningful change in people's lives. And he kept telling me, that's wonderful, but you also need a job that can pay the bills. And my dad said the same thing. And my mom really said the same thing. And I was always struggling between those, you know, elements of going after kind of more financial stability, but also making sure that the things that I pursued did good and made me feel good about what I was doing. So I got to college and kind of continued that journey of how do I bring all these things together? And I wanted to be a part of a program that really made a difference. I wanted to do, not that I wanted to do more than volunteer, but I I fell in love with this program that was run by someone just a little older than I was. And it was run at a place called the Kelly Writers House on the University of Pennsylvania campus, which is a magical place in and of itself. So I, I set foot there and said, I'll do anything to be a part of this community because it is just an amazing space of creativity. So there's a shout out to Penn, uh, where I went to college, specifically the Kelly Writers House, which, you know, I really loved. And this program, which was being run by uh, two women at the time, was called the Write On Program. And they worked with one elementary school in the West Philadelphia area. And it was beautiful because It was more than just tutoring kids in mechanics. They built their curriculum around really having students who were passionate about English and the arts, tutoring kids in, you know, projects that were just more. They were poetry and narrative and the kids didn't even necessarily realize how much they were learning because the experience was so all-encompassing and just so moving. And we would end the semester with a celebration and parents would come and the kids would read their work. And I loved the experience when I was a coach. I uh, became the coordinator of the program going into my junior year. And, you know, when I became a senior, what had started with, you know, just me being that coordinator and 20 coaches in the program actually turned it over to three coordinators of two different programs. We had a weekday program, a weekend program. We were working with two different public schools. It had grown, the curriculum was working, and kids were having a good time. That's amazing. That is such a big thing. I love how it's grown, and I'm thinking, like, to me, captain of 
industry, Rachel is here, you know, like you, you know, like so much in the same way that like I wake up every morning and like, I just really like have this passionate like urge to like do good and stuff. The other day I was working with kids and the one she's 11, she was like, why don't we go make cookies and give them to the fire department just down the street? And I was like, absolutely. And and you're saying that like you did a toy drive when you were 13. And it just made me think of such the, the wonderful things that, you know, a person can accomplish and create and, you know, doing good doesn't have to be a very complicated thing. You can just start doing it. It, it all progresses in its own way. But I love that. I'm so impressed. And I wish I had done anything like that when I was 13. That's so nice. Thanks, Fanny. <laughs> um, so I don't want to steer away too far. So MCARD Plus, the benefits to that are are pretty crazy. I mean, it seems like such a simple thing. So I have a feeling that people have a hard time wrapping their heads around how such how it's so simple and it, the value is ginormous for being something so simple that you can download for free from the Apple Store. What do you first tell people when you're talking about it? I think that the first thing that I share is just how obvious it is makes people wonder, okay, isn't this already in my phone? You know, can I already do this? And as we walk through usually, you know, some of the obvious, well, no, you can. And here's why. Yes, you might have this utility and it does this, but it doesn't do that. Or, you know, you can do this, but it doesn't accomplish that. And it's mind boggling that something like this didn't already exist. I think that people have come at the idea of ID cards and emergency cards for kids from different places. So there are tools out there, but there's nothing quite like MCARD. And I think that its uniqueness is a, a reflection of really my experience with kids and families from so many different angles. And the fact that it's free, it's free because it has to be free. This, you know, the the app in its current form is something that every child should have access to. The platform was designed so that there is space and a place for every child, whatever their individual needs may be. We have the ability to create and release additional features that, of course, could be paid for either additional services or subscription services. But the fundamental purpose of creating a virtual emergency card is something that, you know, we believe is a utility that should be available to all families and all kids. I didn't even realize anything like this existed beforehand. Like, I didn't even realize that there is things like this available. I thought the only option to have was you could have like a piece of paper and hand that to someone or you could share a contact in your phone. But that doesn't quite cover everything that MCARD Plus does. That That's a very almost archaic in the way that like the, you've developed this system of like what to do. I worry about handing someone over to another adult for a moment or bringing someone into my care for a moment and then not being able to reach that person back or having to rely on the children to give me the information that I need when it comes to allergies. So I think that where MCARD Plus comes in and the reason it's so simple, but at the same time hasn't been developed previously is because we're almost skipping a generation in the sense that if you look back at an old TV show, you would see, you know, the list that was on a refrigerator with a magnet that would have one parent's phone number or the pediatrician's phone number and 911 and poison control. And when parents would go to a restaurant for a date night, they tell you where they were going. 
and you would have to have the name of the restaurant and because there would be no other way to be in touch with people. We've skipped a lot of steps now that we are completely reliant on our cell phones, but I have, you know, seen it with my own eyes. You're out for dinner and somebody's cell phone dies because they didn't charge it. Or, you know, I'm skiing and my kids are in ski school. And for whatever reason, I've got great service in New York, but I have terrible service in Colorado. And ski school tried to get in touch with me or the ski instructor specifically. You know, she might have my phone number, but wouldn't necessarily have my husband's phone number. So these are, are things that we take for granted because of our reliance on our cell phones, but there are so many things that we don't share now because we are rushing and because we just want to get to the next thing. And we think that our text message has covered it. And we, you know, already texted or emailed the information, but if it's in an email and I can't find it, or it's in a text message and we've had 30 text messages since you provided that list of allergies. You know, depending on how it's stored, depending on how good I am at searching it, I may or may not find this information and I may or may not look for it again until it's too late. Yeah, I love that you can easily give it to someone, but you can also take it back. That is one of the biggest genius parts to me about this. How did you even realize to do that? When we walked through the idea of an M card and I'll back up for a second just to you know give anyone listening a sense of what is an M card actually okay it's a virtual emergency card but what's included on an M card backing up to that for a quick second it includes as much or as little information as you want it to at a minimum it has to have two contact numbers and it will see whether a child has food allergies or not beyond that you can include favorites like books and games and toys and foods You can include other alerts, you can include other medical information, um, or you could choose to keep it super simple. You can choose to include a photo of a child, you could choose not to. And I specifically ended with that note about choosing to include a photo or not to, because that dovetails into why we designed it where you can share it, but you can also retrieve it. Because even though I come from a place that any bit of information that is on an M card is information that anyone who has your child without that child being in your care, you should be comfortable with that person having these pieces of information, or you shouldn't be leaving your child with that individual. You know, that said, you know, there are choices that we need to make and choices that people are more or less comfortable with and people that you would want to have more or less information based on the context. So a sports coach may or may not need a photo, you know, whereas your babysitter or grandparent, you might want them to have a photo. So different cards for different purposes. So to answer your question about retrieving the share, when you design a card and you put the time into it and you've included phone numbers and you've written out an emergency action plan for allergies or you've taken the time to list your kids' favorite things and then you go to share it and you realize, okay, I shared it with a coach and a babysitter, but now my child isn't playing baseball anymore. I don't need Coach Greg to have the card, but I still want the, you know, babysitter to have the card. Oh no, am I putting people in a situation of deleting the entire card and then having to recreate it? And that was a terrible idea, which we never explored. We always built it this way on purpose, but the intentionality was you create as many cards as you need, you share them as you wish, and then the shared tab in your main card box will show you how many times a card has been shared. So some of my kids' cards have been shared three times and some have been shared 20 times. 
And I can open that share specifically and say, oh, Coach Greg, we don't need that share anymore. And I just delete that share. Sorry, Coach Greg. No offense. <laughs> That's amazing. I hope Coach Greg is a real person, isn't he? <laughs> there are a few, but he is, he is a, a coach in a program. So that's just who I was thinking of. That's amazing. I, I truly love it. Um, but it also made me think, I, I don't know if there is. I'm going to have to look it up if there's a po poison control app. This is so beneficial. I think what's important to make sure that we convey is two different things about the mCard Plus app experience. This isn't a tool where, you know, it's one celebrity can endorse it and, you know, mCard Plus is going to, you know, be the top trending app of the day. That's not what this is. mCard Plus is meant to be something that's really an extension, something that creates ease and safety increases your peace of mind, decreases your anxiety, gives you the ability to improve your communications with friends, family, caregivers, really starts conversations about important topics involving our children. And the power of it is everybody joining the platform. So I want to highlight that when you create a card, it's a great tool for you to have but it only is useful insofar as you share it. Mm -hmm. And if you are a childcare professional, I built a feature that is, you know, sure, it's for parents, it's for anyone who is potentially um, going to be caring for a child. But really, I just want to make this really known to the community. Anyone who has a child in their care, especially if this is, your professional identity. Being a part of this platform improves your ability to ask questions and to keep kids safe. And one of the features in the app, the top right corner, is the request button. And you open that screen and it allows you to put in the name of a child or the name of a family. So if someone was, um, you know, babysitting for my kids, they could write the Steer family and they could, you know, then request the M card. And I would, you know, I'm on the app. So I would get the request, you know, I'd get a push notification and the request would show up in the app for me with the, you know, standard little blue dot. But if I wasn't in the app, I would get an email or a text, depending on how my contact is stored in your phone or how you entered it. That ability to make that request gives anyone who is caring for children the ability to connect and to seek this information in a way that I think is not overwhelming, not threatening, you know, non-judgmental. It's just I want to keep your kids as happy, healthy, and safe as possible. So whether you're someone who's gung-ho, you've created M cards, and you've been sharing them um, enthusiastically, that's great. But if you're someone who is either coming at this from a perspective of, I don't have kids, I just take care of kids, I want you to know that this platform is very much built for you. And, you know, there's a home here to make sure that all kids are safe and all adults are able to participate. That is fantastic. I, I love the, the requesting part of it. It, it makes child caregivers uh, look so much more professional too. I think that there's often a time where you ask for help and you feel like it makes you look stupid. I understand the feeling, but I know that that's not the reality. It just makes you look like you're more into this in whatever capacity. And requesting it is such a powerful feature. Thank you so much for walking us through that. I highly encourage everyone to just 
download the app. The link to it is right below and it's MCARD plus. So it's, it's not hard to find if you were just going to look for it anyway. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else that you want to make sure that our listeners know? You know, share this with anyone you love who has a child, anyone who cares for kids and just, you know, I want to grow this community together. So Danny, I thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for creating this app. Thanks for sharing your time with us today. I love talking to you. I get such a, an influence like, oh, good can be done. And I just love that. So I uh, thank you so much for joining me today and talking to us. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. That was our show with Rachel Steer, creator of MCARD Plus, which you can download right now on the Apple Store. The link is below. You can also visit www.mcardplus.com, which has all of the information you are looking for. Again, that link is also down below. Join us next week. And as always, share comment, like, rate this podcast, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment. Thank you again, and cheers for now. If you would like to work directly with Nanny ABCs or add Next Step to your agency, go to nannyabcs.com to find out more and connect.